What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the All Pro Dads Podcast. I'm Damien. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD with my co-host, Tony. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TV3 underscore APD. Alright, fuck fuck letting the music play out because I'm still like thinking about that hand. The poker hand? Yeah. So Tony and I were discussing a, a tweet he sent me a couple days ago. And was it heads up to the flop between those two? Uh, yeah, because when he when he raised pre uh, flop, mm-hmm. the, the other guy jumped out. So okay. they were they were heads up like so the whole hand. To, yeah, to the flop. So they were heads up. Basically, long story short, this guy and this girl were head heads up to the flop. Cash game. Cash game. Like hundred like high roller cash game. I don't know the players' names, but uh, so Garrett and I don't know the coach name. So his name is Garrett. So uh. He has 10-8 suited. She has Jack 4 off suited. And essentially, she wins with Jack high even after they run it twice. And he ended up shoving on the turn. And she called. And he shoved like 130,000. He put her all in for 130,000. And she called. And yeah. Just a gross hand. And it was. There was a lot of cheating accusations and. Controversy. Yeah. It was disgusting. Even thinking about it now, it's just like, fuck. I I don't know, dude. It's hard to cheat in big games like that, I feel like. Like, why wouldn't it be hard? You know what I mean? And like you're a pro, a, you're a professional poker player. Why do you? Why are you? Are you put a professional your, poker player though? Like they always yeah, have true. like sit-ins there. Like yeah, true. Just, but like, why are you gonna put your whoever the fuck she is? Like your reputation? Because she been, got there somewhere, somehow. I mean, she's making. Fucking, she has money. <laughs> yeah, she's playing hundreds of thousands of dollars in a poker game. So it's like, what is that all about? I don't know. She might just go in all in with Jack for then. Like we, it, we, you and I literally just said, the only way you're playing Jack Four is when you're in a house game where nobody gives a fuck and you're not playing for money. And like you and your friends are hammered at playing poker. That's literally all I could think of. I would, even then, I wouldn't play Jack Four offsuit. I would fuck around with like a Jack Four suited. Yeah, like what the <laughs> fuck? That's so weird. That's so so weird. Like, and like you said too. It's a cash game. You're not. It's not a tournament where you're losing chips. And no, value. those, those you're are your cash. Yeah. Like this man just lost a hundred thirty thousand on that one hand, <laughs> and then she was all upset because he was like staring at her the whole time. Like, what the fuck? Should we try to pull it up? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh, but you can't see it. You could listen to it though. Yeah. All right. All right. I've, I've I literally just watched it before I came over. Let me see. Because Haley and I were talking about it. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Like, let's see if I can find it. Uh, oh, here, look, this it's it's like the tenth video into fucking. Let me see if I can find a shorter version though, because that one's fifteen minutes. No, yeah, that's the only one. Is it? Yeah. yeah. No, because the one you sent me on Twitter was like six. I was like, if you if you skip, like two or three minutes into that one. 
on the 15 minute one okay because they they show a hand the hand pre uh prior oh they do yeah let me see. it's a quick hand new evidence and poker cheating scandal this was four days ago all right let's see though uh, fuck your ad you want pay us hey shut up all right um, Okay, here's here's the hand. And like he flopped a gutter with uh, hearts, I think, and then uh, you guys got it in and like. And Phil like, Ivy's at the table too. He, mm -hmm. he came with like all this cash, dumped it on the table. This is crazy. And then you're, and then he like, it was like his second hand in, and then he like, you beat him in that pot, and he's like, all right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> he played two hands in that. Yeah. That's sick. <laughs> he made like a big I mean, entrance. This bitch play, <laughs> this bitch played Jack Four, and I literally just watched Phil Ivy fold Ace Four offsuited. Yeah. Which is still a decent hand. And he is... That's under the gun plus one. That's hijacked. Fills in the cutoff. Yeah. The spot before the button where you really... Could like probably if, play. If I, yeah, that's, if I have that's... ace four in the cutoff and I see everybody before me fold and I'm the first person to like, if I am going to act to be in this hand... That's the I'm best gonna spot play to, that. I'm going to play that To hand. bluff your hand, yeah. Oh my god. That's it. <laughs> he made like a big and entrance and like Phil stacked him and then he was like, yeah. oh, so small blind, yeah, yeah, yeah. big blind. Such a great hand. <laughs> and then Jason turned out what to is? be like the superstar, which is crazy. Good god, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. That was like one of his first TV appearances. One of his first ones. Yeah. She's under the gun and he was after big blind, but not the button. This is, I think they're playing. Nine suited, or nine handed. I mean, so I don't know which, yeah, like how many positions there are nine minutes, tables. Yeah. <laughs> but any, but she's under the gun. She's out of position. Yeah. She's playing Jack Four out of position, wow, Robbie. and she calls a three thousand dollar raise, and she and she called it. Blinds are wow, Robbie. Really I think eight and four. Garrett calling Garrett's raise with Jack Four off. It's blind versus blind, and Garrett here is flopped. Yeah, but a straight it. flush draw. Ten ten nine with a couple clubs. So then. Why is it option to him? Because she's. Oh, he's out of position. Yep. But anyway, but still. So then board pairs 10 10 with a 9, and two of them are clubs, and he has 8 7, eight, seven suited. So that's a, a flush draw, a straight flush draw. He's going to bet 2,500. More than his pre flop wow, raise. He's going to call here she with calls. Jack 4 with the Jack of Clubs. She calls quick, too. Quick. Turn is a three. Puts of back hearts, hearts irrelevant. Down. Changes nothing. And this is usually when Garrett will lay the hammer down with combo draws. That's 10K. What's the pot size? Let me see. At that point? Uh, it's 11.7. So just under. I think Robbie should have probably been uh, out of his hand pretty flop. Pot. It's like a 7 8 pot bet. Size bet. She's got a, one club and one heart, and she thought wow, about it for ten seconds and then calls. What is she thinking about here? Is she gonna raise. Oh, it? and then she raised. This is where she raises. We yeah. saw her raise to twenty king a little bit ago for a min raise. Here she's gonna min after he put his ten k in. It made the pot twenty, so she raises a pot size bet. Click. That's fucking unreal. Jack four, and you know With Jack four is just so experienced. How often would she do this with a ten? Could he possibly bet three bet here? I could see a re-raise with a ten just to, for three of a the turn. You know? 
And he's trying to put her on a hand. <laughs> Your eyes all. <laughs> yeah, he has $800,000 on the table. That's left, okay. so, I mean, that's what's got to be going through his head here. I think he's considering bet three betting, and yep, there's the all-in. There's the all-in. Garrett, like I said, he's just so experienced in bet patterns, bet sizing. She sort of acted a little bit with Jack Eight of Diamonds from a few rounds ago. Why are you even debating a call? Why'd you even? She said that she thought Garrett had a draw the, a few, about 20 minutes ago, and Garrett had the full house, the queen four against Jack eight. And she took. She played Jack eight before? What the fuck? Took some time with it. And then she said. I just want to call to see it. I think he might have me though. So then why are you? Three's no good? Is there even a three on the. Oh yeah, the turn was a three. Why you mm -hmm. hands, hands like He's that. not three betting a three, you dumb she bitch. Doesn't have a like three. He... <laughs> so. Do you, you want me to call you? No what shit, he wants you to call him. About here because she loses to some bluffs like like king queen queen jack types of things too. She calls. For once, but it's up to you. Oh my god. And I guess truly like his his three bet was to get her off of her hand and get her to fold because he doesn't want to rely on a draw for no, yeah. this reason. On here. For once, but it's up to you. Because <laughs> he knows he's beat with anything. anything. Is it possible <laughs> that her hand might be misread in the card graphics or something? There, okay, there's that what the commentator said. You do? Yikes. Okay. Yeah, okay. What? No. No, I just thought he's, I'm, 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 this is a pure bluff catcher. With Jack High? But, but, yeah, I don't, I don't have, I, I think he has to be. <laughs> well, go to the river. The river is a nine. That one's you for sure. They're gonna run it twice. And she's got a small pair. They didn't. Uh, I don't know. They didn't show their cards on the, the not until the end. river, yeah. which is kind of weird. Yeah. If the cards are correct. What is it called? And the river breaks out again. Oh my god. Oh my god. I need I want to see does she have jack 4? What? Dude, his face immediately is just like he goes pale. That was sick. Wow. Yeah, you think he saw a ghost. Oh my god. 
That is super, he's probably super sick. strange. You can see his reaction. And that guy's not some, like, just amateur. Like, he's... That dude plays in these games all the time. That's crazy. All right. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> I'm still, like... Ugh. All right. It's kind of how I felt after we uh, got the fucking shit beat out of us by the Raiders, huh? I didn't watch it until Tuesday. What? I had a doubleheader Sunday. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Did you watch the whole game or just highlights? Whole game. And? What did you think? Give it, oh, So you watched it yesterday? Yeah. I didn't listen to no, like, sports radio or anything until today. Did you, like, see the score? No, yeah, I knew the score okay. and stuff, so. All right. I just watched it just to watch it. First, think, uh, first thoughts. I think it was you that tweeted, right? About what? the first half. Basically, the, the Broncos are dominating the whole first half. Would you agree? No, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, 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 up until that fumble. like, And I, I'm not going to say one play loses you the game, I, uh, but yep. one play can definitely alter the rest of the game and any like momentum, shift. momentum that's Anything. going that's happening. Yeah, I don't want to sound like, a, like the casual who just thinks they know everything and stuff, but I truly deep down something inside me tells me if Melvin Gordon doesn't fumble that football, the Denver Broncos make the Raiders own for their three and one sitting pretty going into a short. week. No. Yeah. Cause just, night. just think about it when he fumbles, there's two. So they just converted a fourth and one yep. where Javante Williams just put out their middle linebacker with a concussion. Cause he straight up ran him the fuck over. Correct. And then it was, it was literally the next play. Okay. I'm thinking of a different drive. I was thinking of the first and 30 drive. Keep going. Sorry. No. Oh, yeah. So this is literally the next play. And you have the fumble with like, Two, two something, two forty left. Yeah, yeah. So if he, you're in a four minute so drill, if he, and you get the ball at half. Yeah. So McDaniel so received. He the runs ball. the ball. He picks up at least five to six before he fumbles. No, he picked up like was it the eight first? or nine. Did he almost get the first? He was so close so, to the first. Because then he fumbles. When he gets hit is when he had his back turned to the defender and like tries to spin out of it, and he was probably maybe the seven, but I think he was closer to like the eight. Yeah, and they had the ball on the fifty. Ish. Yeah. So, okay. So let's say he goes down, he hangs on the ball. He just goes down there. So then the clock's going to run. You're going to run at least 20 one, to 25 seconds off the clock. And probably one more play before, so before the, the two, two minute, minute warning with, I think you had all three and timeouts. you have all three timeouts. The Raiders aren't going to touch the ball again until after halftime, after your first series. And they're going to be cold. Correct. And what you did well, I guess you can't say you completely flip that scenario on your on yourself because you received the ball. But yes, but that one play, it, it's a seven point, well, a six it, point swing because he even, misses the field goal. But I would take a field goal there. Yeah, I would take any sort of points there. But I shouldn't, and I shouldn't say if Melvin fumbles, um, we win that game because Melvin could convert the first and Russ could throw a pick on the five. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think if Melvin doesn't fumble and we score a touchdown, like it looked like we were going to because of no, yeah, we were driving, how the momentum yeah. was going, that's where I think we win the game. So you let me rephrase that. You could see after that touchdown, the energy from their defense was lackluster. It didn't exist. from No, from their defense. Oh, yeah. The it, energy after that play was... Jerry Judy they started that. flying around and Jerry Judy burnt Robertson off the off the line and made that thirty yard catch and did you know he's too small thing and yeah. Robertson from that moment until the scoop and score was nowhere to be found he was on the side no, of the yeah. mill carton nowhere yeah. to be found like he they was, were controlling the was, game after that moment he was on the lost child's wall at Walmart yeah. so I mean it's and everything just got ripped away 
and then you have every other domino effect possible. Yeah, and Devontae, it seemed like uh, Randy Gregory, uh, an ab- a 17-yard third quarter from the Broncos offense. Yeah. Um, it seemed like yeah. in that, that third quarter, too, was the play calling didn't seem bad, but it seemed like everything that the Raiders were calling was, like, perfect. No, the the play calling was actually horrendous because I, I think it was, it was somebody tweeted. I saw on Twitter. Russell Wilson didn't throw a pass until five minutes left in the third, mm. which meant he hadn't thrown a pass till, or well, the, that, the pass yeah. before that was probably three minutes but, left in the first half, and the, and then you have a and then you get the fumble. Oh no! Well, we got the ball back right away. We got the ball back score. right away. So he but I think threw he went, a little bit, but I think he threw, and then you had a defensive. You had a couple drives where the the Raiders just controlled the clock, the time yeah. of possession. They uh-huh. just ran the ball down your throat. And, but, but my point being is Russell Wilson didn't throw a ball for probably a quarter and a half. And they were speculating and in real time is probably what about a half hour because you yeah, have 15 were, minutes for, for halftime. They were speculating today that that might've had something to do with his shoulder that he's dealing with. Could have been that they were trying to take it a little easy. Do you know when the injury happened? Cause I'm I assuming when he got landed on, I don't on that hit. Was that when we were trying to drive down after the scoop and score? Yeah, because the, so. yeah, because he got sacked. I think twice. When Crosby on that, hit on that next yeah. series. Because I Boone, think, I know he got sacked once. Well, I know right at a halftime, did the big run by Javante, right? Yep. Right at a halftime, two of them back to back. Um, there were one for nine and one for twelve. I think it was. And then I think is he got no he got hurt on like. Or did he get hurt the first play out of halftime? God, how did it go? Because. Because Boone had Boone had a big run. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, The scoop and score happened. Broncos offense bounced back immediately, and that was when they had the first and thirty. And the first and thirty, they converted to a second and like a oh, that was to Cortland, yeah, to Cortland for like an eighteen yard gain, I think. And then then you had converted, and you had Russell scramble for a first on that series as well. And then I think we went and kicked a field goal, I believe. I thought that's a Judy touchdown. What it was the Judy touchdown? You're right. Because um, you go into halftime tied at tied. Or, no. Because then they drive down the field and they kick the field goal and they go up three. Vegas does. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember it saying in my head when Judy scored, I was like, "Oof, we scored too early." Because there was like a minute ten left with all three of Vegas's timeouts. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it was still a great drive. You bounce back from the Melvin fumble. Yeah. And you know, you you go into halftime with momentum. Yes. Vegas just kicked a field goal to take the lead. But you at get half, the ball back. But you get the ball back. You know, yeah. let's go. Let's go. Step on their throats and 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 go drive. And that was. I think I've seen more offense in the like eleven three and outs we had or whatever the fuck it was versus San Francisco than in that entire quarter. We had seventeen yards of offense in the third quarter. And I think what's different with that one compared to the San Fran game was. Against San Fran, your defense is helping you get off the field. A hundred percent. And in the Raiders game, it was just whatever they called seemed to work. There's Mila. Like offense and defensively, like whatever they wanted, they got. Yeah. Uh, so, you, yeah, you got out coached on and all I don't phases know, of the game. I don't know including if special teams. Special teams did not look good either. I don't know. Montreal had a couple of big uh, you know what? Let me take that back because so, I think Montreal set us up. I think for the twice. first like three drives, yeah, on like the fifty, yeah. So which I, makes your I mean, job I can't easier. say that, but 
I don't know if because they kept talking all week about the desperate how desperate the Raiders were going to be going into that game. That's what and it the, sounded the media like made it sound like yeah, and it sounded like the Raiders or the Broncos weren't. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett straight up basically said was downplaying the rivalry, was downplaying. It, there is no rivalry, though. I think I would agree with what was No, said. yeah, but everything in... No, because everything in division should be a rivalry. Yeah, but not... Those are the only Those are the only teams... Out. Those are the only teams you see twice a year. Yeah, but not when you're getting blown out. But that should be even year? more... You, uh, give you even more of a reason why you should beat them. Yeah. I don't care if you weren't here last year. Or the year before, like... I mean, everybody has rivalries throughout life like yeah yeah you're right i i don't know what that was and we had just crowned ej you know no yeah we, i was talking real a, big we put going him on a into pedest- that game yeah put him on a pedestal and we were excited about how he's calling the defense when you and i said once this offense offense clicks it's gonna be scary yada yada and it just didn't it unfold that way at all at all and you your offensive line looked horrible. Uh, you went back to sloppy play with penalties. Um, that was the biggest thing I noticed that really hurt them was those penalties were killing every drive they had. Yep. Because um, they would even have big plays, but they were in so like such bad field position because of the penalty that a big play, you would need two or three big plays to get you out of that penalty. Yeah. Yep. Even like the first and 30 drive. Like, you, yep. you should never be first and 30. Ever. Like, ever it makes no ever, sense. Ever, ever, ever. Even in fucking... Peewee, you know it's like, yeah. There's and what is that? What does that stem from, though? Coaching, lack of discipline and lack of good coaching. Correct. Yeah. So I would say just mainly discipline. So I came. That's all it is. Yeah. I came on the show last week and was, you know, getting on Broncos fans of the whole fire Hackett blah 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 blah, but. We're a quarter of the way through the season. I understand everything takes time. Everybody's fresh here from ownership to trainers, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, when, when do we get concerned and when does Hackett maybe get on the hot seat? Because you you only have Russell Wilson for so long. Mm, you only have... You have him for seven. I know, but at, at peak play. I'm yeah, saying. who knows? I'll say you four. O- yeah, you only have... Cortland Sutton, really. I mean, I I don't off subject, but I don't see a scenario where Jerry Judy's on this team next year. Um, and next year will be his last con last year of his contract. Yeah. I what you might as well get some value out of him. Um. So, but any anyway, you your Super Bowl window is now, and I know, you know, I said last week you got to give him two years. And and kind of see where it takes you, and if after two years you you let it go and cut ties, kind of how we did with VJ and Vic, um, but like the time is now. So when does he get on the hot seat, or could you see a scenario where he's one and done? I don't see. Well, I could see him one and done just because the owners we have, because they have the pockets to do a one and done. Okay, but I don't see them. I think if they do that, they're probably letting Peyton go too. Mm-hmm. And they're starting fresh. But it, this should have all been expected when we were getting a, a first-time head coach. With no veteran on his staff at all except for 
a the, coaching consultant, and then the newest hire that they had now. Yeah. With, uh, Rosenberg? Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It's like, I guess this is just what happens when you hire a young coach. Yeah. I. New ownership and everything. Um, Hackett and Peyton aren't their guys. Obviously, I could I could definitely see if we don't go ten and seven, and maybe it comes down to a game the last week of the year where, like maybe even we win, and the team that we need to lose wins, so we get bumped. Like kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. I, if we barely miss the playoffs. With a ten and seven year, I could see Hackett kind of saving his job. If it's nine and eight with no playoffs and like, not not last in the division, but an ugly third place finish, and you get like swept by the Raiders or something stupid, I could see him gone. Eight wins, no matter what, he's gone obviously. And but like, if you go like nine and eight, and somehow with the AFC you sneak into the playoffs, which I don't see a scenario where that's happening, he could save his job, but. That that double digit and single digit wins is kind of my fine line. Hmm. And I don't even I, I hate that I'm even having this conversation. No, yeah, it's it's it sucks because, to think about because we were both so high on Hackett when he got well, hired. Everybody was, and I think, well, not every most people. No, a lot of people were. You know, I think all of Bronco Country this off season was pretty excited about yeah. the direction we were heading. Um. How do I want to word this? But maybe we got ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We started putting the cart ahead of the horse. Okay. So like instead of us trying to see it as like a full step process, we we were expecting them to come in here and be the 2015 Broncos or yeah, have the 2015 Broncos defense with a 20 12 Broncos like offense. offense and us just jump from one of the worst teams worst in the first. NFL to, worst first. to easily we're competing with Buffalo we and blow Baltimore out Kansas City and, and yeah. yeah and maybe that's us but I think with Hackett because I think as long as you're seeing improvement I don't think they'll let him go are we seeing and improvement four weeks in from the offense yeah I I I think offensively I think yeah and I think yeah Hackett as a whole you could say yeah and part of that could be from the Rosenberg hire but delay of games are down plays seem to be getting out faster yeah huddles are I mean they're not really you don't see Russ was really having to rush and clap his hands trying to get a playoff like mm-hmm. it seems like uh everything seems to be snap motion no, yeah. receivers know where to be. You're you're seeing um, everything start to click a little more. I think it's right now. I I couldn't tell you what. But Russ has seemingly improved week by week. No, oh, yeah. in my opinion. I think maybe the San Francisco week he had a little, or the sorry, the Houston week he had a little bit of a downside because he played great in Seattle, and then and I San think, Francisco was kind of a plateau. But I think last week is where he he started to rise. I mean, he had two throwing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. You had three TDs from your quarterback who you're mm-hmm. paying $156 million, which is what you should have. I think it's the... I think it's the depth which we thought we were so deep at every position besides maybe a couple, and it's getting exposed that we're really not. 
I mean, you shouldn't have Kendall Hinton catching 30-yard passes in back-to-back games. That should be Jerry Judy like we discussed last week. Mm -hmm. And when you have a a no-name player who used to play quarterback in college catching a lot of your passes, which he was pretty quiet, the the Raiders game, you know, and Judy had five catches on six targets for 55, I think it was, with a touchdown. I'll take that, truly. I mean, from your true wide receiver three, I will, I'll take that because mm-hmm. that's kind of like, you know, comparing to the Nuggets, that's like AG play, being the second man up when he shouldn't be in a season and getting you 15 to 20 a night. Mm-hmm. So, no, but like he's he's playing out of his role. But should he, should he be considered out of his role with... when If you have a, a healthy Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick, yes. Based on his production in the last three years, Jerry Judy is your number three wide receiver. Yeah. He, he should be your first. You took him 15th overall. I understand that. But with the production you've been getting out of 14 and 81 when they're both healthy, he, he's your third wide receiver. So I'll take his stat line. Mm-hmm. Um, Cortland's, the, the connection with Cortland seemed kind of off that game, which uh, that's going to happen. The, the Raiders the, game. Because he had the same stat line as Judy without a touchdown. I think he had two more yards. Um, but he had, I don't he, know, had multiple, the, he had more targets for sure. On some of the routes that I've seen, I still seem like him and Sutton were still on the same page. Okay. It just felt like he was a little off. Um, and I f- honestly forgot where I was fucking going with that. Oh, the improvement of the offense. Russ looked very good, I think, in the Raiders game. Um, the run game was lackluster bef- before the fumble and Javante's injury. I think it was... It, it just didn't feel as impactful as it always was. No, yeah, you could really and, see. And, and I think that, that's when you could see Russ throwing the ball more. Yeah, and I think that had to do a little bit with what the Raiders were doing was they were really selling out to stop the run. They knew if they could stop the run or even slow it down that it was going to affect the offense. Yep. Um, and then the fumble, obviously, and it was kind of a domino effect from there. The fourth quarter looked good. Uh, you had the big bomb to KJ after Vegas went down your throat and scored. Hit the big bomb to KJ right afterwards, which was kind of encouraging. He didn't look as fast as he usually is, obviously, and he's still probably not 100% and won't be for a while. But mm-hmm. to get him the ball, to get him back in a, you know, in a, not a groove because it was one pass he caught. But, I mean, that that could open up a handful of plays for tomorrow. Uh, well, I hope so. Whoever's listening to this, hopefully it's Thursday, so today. Um you I, hope so. I and, hope but, it does but because you would what, what scares that me with that with with KJ is he's suited up for every game except for one. Right. And his snap count has went down every game he's played. And you can make the same case for Alberto. He only, he only played four snaps. Okay. Alberto, I'm not too worried about. I think Alberto played one snap. I think they on they, Sunday I think compared they, to like thirty. I think they something. told you how they feel about Alberto when they drafted Greg Dulcich. I think they, I think they knew coming in like tight end. Like we saw, like all off season, the only guys they really went after were tight ends. Like they knew Alberto was going to be a project, and you can't have and I think and a you project can't, like that in a Super Bowl window. I just don't think you can. No, yeah, but there. What other options do do they have right now? Go draft a guy who's ready, Greg Dolge. I mean, I haven't. Watched. I mean, he's healthy or he's not well, healthy, so it's like it's kind of hard. They well, went after a guy who they felt they. That was gonna be able to take over that spot, and he got hurt. He get yeah, he gets hurt, and then you're yeah. like, well, then you're where stuck. do we go from there? Okay, so you don't think Alberto was ever the answer? No, I think if, if do you Peyton, think he was a good number two in their eyes, and that's why they traded Noah Fant? No, I think they traded Noah Fant because that was the last piece that 
Seattle wanted. Yeah, and okay. they were, and they had no. choice. Are you gonna s- not, not make, trade for Russell? Yeah, no, I get over it. a tight end. Yeah, would you have kept no? We never talked about that. Just real quick, would you have kept Noah Fan if you could? No, no, no. Okay, he still didn't block. I mean, in this, and that's what hurts the most in this offensive scheme that they're trying to run. Is to set the the play action run action thing that Which, they're, they're really trying to run is you need a a tight end who is a he don't have to be George Kittle and Travis Kelsey okay yeah he just needs to be a willing blocker where he's gonna where they know like if it's a run play this guy is actually trying to block me and if he can sell that first before he runs his route it like, helps you out that much more when Albert O goes in these outside linebackers and these DNs or the edge rushers, they, they already know he's not going to block them, so they, I guarantee you they right away click. like It's a pass. Yeah. And, and you go from there yeah, as a defense. Like a Mark Andrews. He can catch the ball. He can block. He's a good no, three-phase yeah. tight end. And I would say he's closer to... He's, he's he, a, yeah. I would say Mark he's Andrews. He's one of the top tier, three tight ends. Yeah, he's, he's a, a tier one. Yeah, tier one tight end but, easily. Yeah. So give me like a tier two or three guy you, you would want on this team. I know tight ends are kind of hard to maybe like a think of off the rip. T.J. Hawkinson, or is he more of a no? T.J. Hawkinson, yeah, that that's actually who I wanted from Iowa over no no fan, yeah, and it was because he could he was their blocking tight end. He got picked third after yeah or second. I think it was after. Well, yeah, second round. I think second. Okay, because Noah was what first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was our first round. Yeah, because we were supposed to take Devin Bush that year. Yeah, I don't want to get in that. Com- I don't want to get in that conversation. Uh, who else? You know, There's you know me. Guy. I'm an LSU guy, uh, so I was I was ready for it, and I got let down. Which I think if we had Devin Bush, we could probably what cover what hurt it. End. What hurt it even more was the fact that we traded with the Steelers that year, and then they drafted Devin Bush. Mm-hmm. So like, it really told like, told me like, Alway really didn't want Devin Bush at all. Mm-hmm. You knew he that's who they were trading up for. But back to tight ends, probably like. Even a Hunter Henry, like he's a guy who's a willing blocker, still catch passes. Okay, I mean you knock the ACLs and he's probably up there too, as a tight end. And Joku, yeah. Uh, there was a guy. Oh, OJ Howard. Okay. Buffalo cut him. He was their yep. third. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's, he got that's cut at the beginning of the year. Buffalo picked him up and then cut him. They cut I him. Believe. He's he went somewhere else and he scored. He had a game where he had like two touchdowns. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, and we're not even. We have tier four wide receivers in the NFL. Tight ends. Tight ends. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. You have guys. You guys have. They have four. So if you could take every tight end that you have besides Andrew Beck, because I consider him more of a fullback than your tight end right now. Yeah. So if you take Tomlinson, you take Alberto Sobert, and you take Sobert, and you merge them all into one player. You got the tight end. You got George Kittle. You got Travis Kelsey. But it took you to put like three guys together. And, yeah. and they all specialize in one thing. And oh, I guess not, Saubert's your closest guy to where he's your. Hey, bro, fucking. Sorry. You don't got to scream in my fucking ear. Saubert's your, Saubert's your closest guy where you could be. Dude's getting mad over this. Saubert's the closest guy where he could be the, the blocker receiving type. Uh-huh. And then you got Tomlinson, who's just your blocker, and you got Alberto, that's just your like. I really like Eric Sobert, to yeah. be honest. I really do. Same. Something of, I, well, you like him because he won you money, but <laughs> it seems like when he's on the field, something's more. Uh, Something good's gonna happen. 
Yeah, it, it's, like it's you're more, more. It's like a breath of fresh air. And maybe that's because the defense doesn't have a tell. Oh, fuck. <laughs> maybe we could run the introducing place. your next head coach right? on the Denver fuck. Broncos. <laughs> I'll just be your uh, your sideline coach. You know the one that and pulled you back. I wouldn't even like. I'll just have an like Nathaniel Hackett could be the OC. I'll just be the coach. Yeah, I, I could be in Hackett. Like I could just be like a happy go lucky guy and just bullshit all day. That's what I do now. He is a I. Man, I feel like he's he a really big bullshitter. I, th- I think he's a really good actor, bro. He sold us, man. I don't think he's acting though. No, that's him. But like, he he knows how to. I, sell, I think he uh, knows his shit. But I think he's Mister. I think he's really overwhelmed right now. Which is I think there's a lot going on, and it's his first year, and he's trying to figure out like, because what did I say last week? Everybody thinks they know it all. Until they're there. Until they're there, yeah. yeah. You think you know you think you know what you're doing until yeah. you actually have to do it. And then you're like, holy shit, there's actually a lot of stuff I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, Tony, so maybe we shouldn't call the fucking plays, all right? I don't know. It seems pretty fucking <laughs> cut and dry. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, anything else? Based off that game? Nothing, really. I mean. Okay. Uh, oh, you're McManus sweet. What do you What do you mean? I didn't respond because I didn't know what I don't know understand what your uh, proposal was. What did I say? I think I was just something about up. McManus looking in the mirror. I was probably pissed off in the moment about looking in the mirror about McManus because of the Miss Fogel. Okay. Uh, God, I'd have to pull it up again. Fuck. Let me hold on. Let me. Because of the missed uh, extra point or whatever. No, it was. God damn it. Okay, I got it. Um, in his career, Brandon McManus has never kicked over eighty percent of his has made over eighty percent of his eighty five percent of his field goals in a year. Uh, his career average is eighty one, and I I can't find this one, but I think it's from. Oh, here we go. It's uh for his long field goals. Fuck, where to go? Is it the one for like over fifty? Yeah. yeah, he's ter- okay, he's yeah. almost actually terrible over. He's like a sixty percent field goal kicker from over fifty, or like fifty five or something. Which in altitude in Denver, you're gonna kick that pretty fucking often. You shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't, but you're yeah. going to. There's no ifs ands or buts around it. Uh, and it seems like the in the NFL last weekend, it was a kicking shit show <laughs> for every team. So it's like, how disposable actually is your kicker, and how? Fucking Mr. Reliable is he. And I don't want to get into this too much. I think I was honestly more just fucking irritated in the moment. But, I mean, at the same time, you maybe might have to look yourself in the mirror about your kicker. Is it? Yeah, t- I mean, there's just no no better options out there. Who's the kid with the goggles that got cut from Indy? Well, he, he got cut from Indy. Well, why? Because Indy's, like, I don't know. But Indy exactly. sucks. No, nobody knows. But Indy sucks. He's a good kicker. <clears throat> is he, though? Because he got yeah. cut. Indy makes some fucking dumb mistakes, man. I don't know. It's a kicker, though. You got one fucking job and you got cut. So some, you weren't doing something right. 
Uh, okay. I don't know. I think that was just more of me being pissed off. Because I think he's, I don't know, I think around the league they still consider him one of the best like kickers in the NFL. But could McManus be a, could his poor field goal percentage from longer range, longer ranges be because. He kicks it more often than other kickers Because do? of how bad it, it the offense be. has been. Yeah. And like, be. whether you're at altitude or not, I mean. Yeah. And truly, I do. I mean, he does have the leg for every deep kick. Uh-huh. Two, but uh, and I did watch that replay of of that kick that he missed too, and the snap was fucking horrendous. No, yeah, it was horrible. And props to the punter for even catching for, it. to it, wait, it trying to. Hit. That's one of the yeah. hardest things to do. I held in high school, and I mean, I know it's not the NFL. It's, you don't have a whole bunch of fans yelling at you while you're doing it, but when you get a bad snap, and you're trying to, you gotta like stressful. Yeah, yeah, fucking sucks. Because then you still know you gotta put it down point, flip the laces out. All in a span of the kicker taking what two steps? Two steps, yeah. And I mean, you gotta you gotta catch the ball. If not, your kicker's getting hit in the dick. <laughs> yeah, you know. gotta call fire. You gotta like. I don't yeah, know how happy I'd be if not. I got hit in the dick going to kick a football. Because it's not like they wear cups. No, they don't even wear pads. At least in the NFL, they don't. Yeah, just shoulder pads. Though. Yeah. yeah. They're not required to wear any other pads. Yeah. Wasn't there a couple kickers back in the day? I'm sure still now that were like soccer cleats on one foot. They all do. And then like. A different cleat on the other foot. I think a lot of them still do it. Do they? I think they just, a lot of them probably, I wouldn't be surprised if they just wear soccer cleats. The whole way? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, they're lighter. Meant for kicking. Yeah, just wear soccer turfs. That's what I would, it's not like you have to fucking run. I don't know, I've seen, we've seen McManus have to get back on some kicks and lay a dude or two out. Yeah, you know why? Because he didn't kick it out the back of the end zone. (laughs) (laughs) Just kick it out the back of the end zone. (laughs) Do your fucking solved. job. <laughs> unless you're trying to like, unless you know that, like the team can't block on kickoff return, and you got to pooch kick it into the corner. <laughs> have you seen McManus's pooch kick this year? What have you, you Have you watched uh, it? I, I can't recall. Like he takes one line. step and he puts it in the corner. He's doing it against uh, oh, yeah. San Fran. Yeah, it's perfect. I guess. No special, the, the, special teams coverage really has not been very good this year. I don't know number ninety four Aaron Patrick. Love that guy. Okay. You lost one of your best special teams cover guys in yeah. PJ Locke, too. No, Which yeah. So is Aaron Patrick. They're both out this week. Oh, wonderful. Concussion. So, uh, let's see over-under on a special teams touchdown for Indy. Not happening. Indy's bad. Is Indy bad? Yeah, they're out with a lot of injuries, too. Okay. Uh, speaking of injuries, but let's before we get into the Indy game, so hold that thought. What are you going to do at running back? I know you. whatever you're doing, I can hear it, and it's pissing me off. Is it the fucking screw again? Yeah. God, God damn. You're like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. You're just unfucking controllable. Yeah, because I sit what? in one spot all day at work. <laughs> and I'm not just, moving around. And then you I just fucking sit, sit there. And then I then sit here and there's in. all this shit to touch. <laughs> Where's your cards? Play with your cards. They're right mm-hmm. there. Put them back. Put your cards in your fucking hand and start shuffling them, please. You, I wasn't even touching that with my hand. I was touching that with my foot. I know. I could hear it. <laughs> but, um... Are we talking about so, running backs? Yeah, so you brought in Latavius. Javante's done until probably... I wouldn't... I truly, truly, truly would not be surprised if Javante doesn't touch a fucking football Oh, he's gonna next season. He'll touch a football. He's not going to run it. Guaranteed. <laughs> he oh, tore two ligaments in his okay, knee. Now here comes a crazy fucking question. Do you think Javante ever runs for the Denver Broncos again? Uh, Yeah, but I saw a tweet. Was, I think it was from some medical... Like, Was it about J.K. Dobbins? No. Oh, okay. Um, it was about a guy. It was about Javante. 
I think it was a doctor that tweeted it, and it was like basically uh, there's only like a sixty percent chance that an ath or like that you return to full form just from an ACL injury with a multi ligament. It's like thirty, huh? It's a thirty yeah. percent chance of him returning to his like. Whatever form he was at before the injury even took place. I still think I would take for the rest of his career an 85 to 80% healthy Javante. No, yeah. True. Because uh, obviously we've seen what he does at 100%. And I think if you keep him in a two-back system, I think this probably limits him to being like the straight like guy. Guy. Yeah. Like you're one. Like a Jonathan Taylor, like a Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry type. Yeah. But. So. You lost thoughts, so I'm just going to kind of pick No, up. I was going to burp, and I didn't want to burp oh. on the mic. <laughs> uh, so you, you bring in Latavius Murray. Uh, quick thoughts on that. I I, I like, like the picket. I mean, yeah. He was the leading rusher for the Saints last week. Yeah, and he's in a, London, he's a so. former pro bowler. Was he all pro at one point? No. No? Just pro bowl? Yeah. Um. But uh, after Mark Ingram left, I believe, is when he kind of stepped up. Into that RB one role for New Orleans. Well, he was in Baltimore. He was in Baltimore last year. Yeah, but he played for New Orleans. As New, well. New Orleans before left them. Went to the. I think he was. Or was he with the Raiders before he went to New Orleans? Fuck, I can't remember. He was never the RB one in New Orleans though, because that was when he was there with Kamara. True. That's their straight RB one. So he's been a like a spell back, like your two guy okay. RB two the whole time. Think he plays today. Let me rephrase that because he could some be, plays, in, a, he some could plays, be yeah. in on a pass block scenario. Possibly, you think he runs? The I don't ball see him on a. You don't see maybe one or two not plays on a pass that you block. could insert him. Not one or two. No, not even like a common not crossing route the, play. No, I think that they'll have Malvin in for those. Okay, do you think he carries the ball this week? Maybe it's hard to say because he's only been here what a, a t- I think two days, maybe yeah. a day. And well, it would have uh, to be the we the, signed him Monday. It would have to be the most basic like power play like that you've been running since Nom Little League. Like, yeah, <laughs> since like the time you picked up a football. Yeah, like okay. you strapped up your helmet and it's like. But the thing is, Jesus Christ! That's what me. I didn't want to do. See, um, you laughed at me. Fuck you. Uh, he's a veteran, so he could pick up a couple plays pretty quick. I would assume. I hope so. So maybe we'll see him. Maybe not. But. I like it, and then it gives you ten days, eleven days actually, because your next game is Monday Night Football. Yeah, so he'll. Um, it gives I you think he'll get a. He'll probably get a more of a workload come the, the Monday Night. Game. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you're rolling with Melvin and Mike Boone tomorrow, and then they said they might bring up another guy. The kid off the practice squad. Oh yeah. Ojabo. I don't even know. I would keep Latavius Murray on the active roster. Versus I think he. They both stay. You think they're gonna bring four of them up? Well, yeah, you have. What, an extra, you have an extra spot, and you could probably drop players down and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And then depending on what happens with Kendall Hinton again, because what they dropped him to the pra- practice squad again, right? He drops off every, every week. week. Yeah. And I think based off of outs that I seen, they have like they already announced six players out. So I last I saw it was only four. It was Quinn Miners six. Um. Because uh, I named PJ Locke. We named two there. Um, the kid that you mentioned off of special teams again. Patrick. And. That's four. Well, and then you got to add Javante and Gregory to that. 
Yeah, but I'm talking like that that weren't put on IR. Uh, Tyree Cleveland was ruled out as well. Oh, and so Jonathan, I think Jonathan Cooper. So there's five. Jonathan Cooper? No, he's playing. No. Are you sure? Yes. Hamstring. That's so funny. Jordan just texted me. Have you seen the drama with Brandon McManus? He might not be a Denver Bronco here soon. Did you see all that today? Oh, yeah, he all tweeted all the Twitter about that guy and back and forth. And the fake fucking... Charity that charity and stuff. they're yeah, donating $10,000 to? Well, it was a Latina charity, too. Like, yeah. It's kind of not okay. He's uh, donating like, to a charity. It's not a real charity. It's a parody thing that he like was being a smartass about because this was guy goes back and forth though? with... Yeah. The charity's not real. Yeah, do we know that? Does he know that? Call, do you want to share the... Do you want to call the charity oh, yeah, heard, right now? I heard Zach Bai did. It goes to voicemail. Exactly. It doesn't exist. But does Brandon McManus know that? I would assume so. Do you, though? <laughs> Why would you assume? <laughs> mm. huh. I don't know. Well, I, Brandon, you better worry about making kicks versus getting in Twitter arguments, Jerry Judy. I think that's just everybody. That's the Broncos in general. What? They're on social media too much. Way too fucking much. Get off of it. Focus. What, social what was that more thing than that, I that lady said to Javante today? Um, oh, or to know. Jesus Christ. What did that lady say to LeBron a couple years ago? Shut up and dribble? Yeah. Yeah, Brennan, shut up and kick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm know. Get, we don't even have a following. I'm going to get canceled for that. Yeah, I don't know. I looked into all that, and I just... I'm going to give Brandon the benefit of the doubt that he was like... I felt like he was going to donate to the charity to, like, be a smartass. was the way I took it. Like, I'm donating $10,000 to this charity, and... Maybe. We'll like, I'm going to put it in your name, or in our name, knowing damn well that you don't have 10000 to give him. Could be. Could be. Because he's a, I don't know, he seems like a nice guy. Like Brandon? Yeah. He he kind of seems like a fucking douchebag, to be honest. I don't know. For him to be Von Miller's best friend, you know he's a nice fucking guy. I, don't, Von, I could see Von being a douche, too. No. <clears throat> There's always that balance. You're the nice guy, I'm the douchebag. You no, can't have kidding. two douchebags be best friends. You either have two nice so, guys. So that's what I'm saying. So maybe maybe Vaughn's the nice guy and Brandon's the tool. No, I think they're both nice guys. All right. You don't just... An outside linebacker just doesn't pick a kicker to be his best friend for because he's a douchebag. <laughs> Come on. It's a fucking kicker. He baptized his... Like, that's his... Like... Kid's godfather? Yeah. Really? McManus so. is? Yeah. That no was a, way. That was one of the first guys to like actually meet his son. That's crazy. They hang out all the no, fucking I, time. No, I knew so that, like, but like I guess I never really put that in. Like how close they are? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty insane. I wonder why him and Bradley Chubb never click like that. Do we know they just never click like that, or are we just assuming? Let's just assume they didn't. And they didn't? I don't know. Could be an age thing. How old is McManus? Same age as Vaughn? Roughly? I would assume so, yeah. Around okay. the same age. All right. At least, they, and then they've been teammates a long time. You know how hard it is probably to be the new guy coming into a a team. Yeah, like, but I mean, Vaughn finally got his edge rusher on the other side. He was wishing for for so long. I know Chubb had injury problems, but I mean, you'd expect him. I mean, I don't know. Who so knows? He's just gonna replace McManus like that. That's how you really know they're really close because he didn't replace him at all. True. All those cool dudes that came through and your best friend still the Who kicker. Who the fuck was the cool dudes that came through? The Broncos have had no cool dudes that get. Well, I'm just talking like on the team in general. You had nah. Derek Wolf, you had Akeem Talib, you had Chris Harris, you had 
Demarius Thomas, you had fucking Emmanuel Sanders. Like, and yeah. your best friend is Brandon McManus. It's <laughs> so fucking TJ Ward, Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons. Yeah. Fuck, even Shelby Harris. Yeah, fuck that guy. But at the time, like on the team, yeah. you wouldn't be like. Yeah, Shelby was kind of a cornball. You wouldn't be like friends with that guy over the kicker? Uh, yeah, over your kicker. He must be a fucking dude, huh? He must be, yeah. He's just a dude, huh? That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. All right. Okay. Would you take Brandon McManus in a in a dark alley fight? Like like, would you want him on your team? I feel like he knows some shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, He's like the dude him. to have like a nunchuck collection. Because if not, like, I know he could probably kick somebody to death. So <laughs> just go fucking boot yeah, just start them right in their sack. Yeah, just bam, right out their mouth. <laughs> Let's get graphic. Picturing <laughs> it's just two, it's just back alley fight. This dude's in some street clothes, leaving the bar, just kicking motherfuckers. It's like that, that like that slap. Oh, Did he remember that slap video that went around? Is that that dude at like the that children's party, the child party? What the, the, just the birthday party? Kids? Yeah, you don't remember that? No, that video. It's some. It's from like some skit. And everybody's coming up, and he's just I know like the Ronald them. McDonald one where he's just slapping fucking kids around like crazy, like the the parody video. That might be it. I think that is it. And he's all cussed at him, and he's yeah. bleeping out every word. It's no, Ronald not McDonald. Ronald McDonald. No, this one's just a normal dude. Firefighters come up to him, police officers, everybody, and he's just slapping them. That's just McManus, just like kicking people. Oh fuck! I don't, you don't remember that video? McManus brings the hard alcohol to the party. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. He's not a, he's not the bush light guy. He's bringing fucking he's br- he's getting like a he, bottle of Jack. Yeah, 1942. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> he's not a Jack guy. I be- I guarantee he's you a Brad clean McManus cut. He, no, I guy. guarantee you he drinks better whiskey than that. Well, but I'm saying okay, he's a whiskey guy. Oh, I can but I'm saying see, like I can, to okay, a, to a party, a like say in college. I don't he, know. I could see him he being brought a tequila the Jack guy. Jack Daniels along with like a hi, bub. Yeah, we're talking about him right now. Yeah. What? Oh, so did you see that shit though? Yeah. We kind of went over it, right? Like, yeah, it's, I saw it. With that girl that lives here? You know who I'm talking about, right? Oh, no. Oh, he made a tweet saying... Towards some charity. Yeah, that's a fake charity. And, that's, and he's Told you. not donating any money. The guy he tagged is this girl who lived here. She lives here. She's an influencer. That's his wife. She was like, my husband's not donating any money. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the husband, no, yeah, they've been the going back yeah. and forth. Yeah. No, yeah, they've yeah. been going. I just watched her story and I was like, okay. But we were talking like we think McManus cuz him and that dude have, him and McManus have gone back and forth about that. Well, I guess times, that like, guy so did you general. see Ben Albright's tweet too? Uh yeah, not the something something trying to troll the kicker or something, right? He, what did you say? I guess this guy tried to be like a fake photographer like at something. Yeah, like at one of the press things. So this guy's been way. like Yeah. 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 Really? One of the Broncos analysts yeah. tweeted that. Like the, he's tried to like not speak, the yeah. not yeah so it, this is like a yeah. big thing yeah they've been yeah. going back and forth I guess this is the girl who I was gonna do an event for oh do <laughs> the event for let's get some drama going yeah she's I was gonna do an event let's for. bring her on the show yeah she, <laughs> I'll reach out to Von Miller see if I can get a hold of oh so so he doesn't have ten grand to donate so that's I told why you McMahon that's really why he said that so like, they're broke all right so maybe McManus isn't the 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 
the issue here. Same. Maybe it's the you dude. He seems like a cool dude. I don't know. I yeah. I think I would want to be friends. Don't with seem him. like a. Well, they have a podcast, and that's where they were talking shit. What's their podcast? Fuck that podcast. Listen to the All Pro Dads on Spotify. It's a cheap name. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD, my co-host. Tony. Give your socials out, guy. Come on. We Instagram, do this every Instagram show. and Twitter. I didn't know we were redoing socials. Yeah, right fuck now. yeah. Fuck that podcast. Why are you trying to plug somebody else's podcast, babe? Podcast? We'll just bleep it out. Podcast? I, I could just edit it out. He just burped into the mic, too, before you came down. Oh, my bubba's sick. He doesn't feel good. I know. A little bit. We'll start. We'll we'll get going. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Hi, right, Papa. Um. Yeah, I think I don't think McManus was the issue then. That guy just—he just seems like a cool dude. I don't know. Let's let's look up this. Go to the guy's Twitter podcast. <clears throat> it's called. I'm not even gonna say it again. I know what it's called. Well, they're influencers from Denver. Come but on. you know what? Uh, what podcast it. we should plug? What? Um, Booze and shenanigans. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Go follow those guys on on Spotify. Uh, that's definitely not them. Yeah, I can't even find their podcast, so they're relevant. They suck. Yeah, they're they're terrible. But you can find on Spotify all pro uh, dads. All Pro Dads and, and Booze and Shenanigans. Shenanigans. So, those guys have two new episodes out, so go listen to them. Um, okay, back to... God, we got way off topic there. Yeah, because we were talking about Brandon McManus. Yeah. He does seem um, like a dude. He Yeah, he's that guy. So, running back situation is kind of fucked. Uh, oh, that's what I was going to ask you. What? So, I was thinking about this, and then Derek Wolf brought... I don't know if you were listening. He brought it up to DMAC. Okay. Saying they trade the possibility of Broncos trying to trade for a running back. AJ Dillon for Jerry Judy in a late round pick. And that's not the, yeah, he gave that one today. Okay. But he gave a different one yesterday. Okay. And it was Jerry Judy Okay. for Kareem Hunt to uh, Cleveland. Um I don't know if Jerry Judy's gonna get that deal done for Cleveland. I don't know if it would either, punch. but I know Kareem Hunt's wants out. Wants out and he's unhappy and why is Kareem Hunt unhappy? Because it's a one-two thing kind of, kind of, no, kind of deal? No, it's probably because he's in Cleveland. And he's like, this place fucking sucks and I don't want to be here. <laughs> and their quarterback's a rapist. I mean, Whoa. Sorry. Um, he is, but like, anyway. I, 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 um, don't talk about Jacoby Brissett that way. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. It's mean. Um, um, no. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind either of those scenarios. I think you have a more realistic option of getting A.J. Dillon for Jerry Judy straight up. Versus Kareem Hunt, uh, especially because Cleveland knows he wants out, so they're probably going to be stingy about it. I could see, uh, but but they do uh, need a receiver. Both teams uh, need a, a receiver. Yeah, and I'm okay with letting. I'm I've come to the the terms, unfortunately, of me being okay with letting Jerry Judy go. So, as much as I I mean I didn't want it to happen, mm-hmm. I wanted to succeed, and I I thought he was the right pick at the time, and I was very high on the kid. I just don't think it's working out. So that's that's fine by me. He yeah. still has a decent amount of value, I'd feel like, and he could be in the wrong offense. He, I mean, I wouldn't call know? it value, but he he has upside. There so you I go. could see why a team there would make a trade for him, yeah. especially with something with like Aaron Rodgers um, yeah. or Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, but let's look uh, let's look ahead to Indy, real quick, before we get 
to the end of this show. We've only been recording for an hour. She's crazy. I'm saying that's not long. Um, but still, so we got Indy t- today. Essentially, when this episode comes out, did you want to touch on the sack before we get to Indy or no? I don't want to touch on any sack. Um, I touch my sack. Well, yeah. Besides mine, um, so I'm okay on touching the sacks sack for now. Week. Well, I, we 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 uh, I th- I think we talk about the sack. We don't touch the sack. Um, we touch the sack. We touch on the sack. All right, all right. Well, I guess let's, you know, fuck that because I got so much shit for saying let's touch on Kadri last year, and multiple people that's, said something to me, and now you're just person. gonna you just think you're gonna get by with saying let's touch the sack like that's an arena. You're saying let's you touch wanted the a, sack. You wanted a Deshaun Watson, a man. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this episode is gonna get taken down. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's touch the sack. I guess. Real quick. Go ahead. What do you got? Nathan McKinnon took a fucking puck to the face in practice. Did the he? Other day. Yeah, he oh, didn't fuck. play. The I didn't see that. He was supposed to play the preseason game and he didn't, but he was on first team power play today at practice. So, oh, he so he's should fine. Be okay. He's a hockey player. But, he's no, right. but yeah, he took a puck to the face today and oh, didn't play fuck. because of it. Um, And that's that's kind of it. Uh, Leckie had two yeah. two goals in the preseason game. Did he? Yeah. Um, I'm going to sound real uneducated and that, like, like I don't know what the fuck I'm hockey, talking about. I don't really care. The new goalie we have who yeah. gave up six his last game is starting tonight. Now, let's, let, I think they're, I think they are. They started it right at when I was driving over here. Let's check that then. Um, fuck you, Aaron Judge. We're down one nothing to, to Dallas. Uh, Let's let's try to pronounce his name because Georgiev. Is that how you say it? That's what I'm assuming. Let's see. Uh, Alexander. Yeah, it looks like Georgiev or Georgiev. Georgiev. He's only 26. So if he that's, that's if he turns out to be the guy, he could be your guy for a long time. Um, right. His his stats last year: 15, 10, and two. Not great. Um, 292 goals against average, not great. 898 save percentage, not great. Two shootout wins. Or, wait, two shutouts, sorry. Uh, I mean, I'll take a couple shutouts. Um, and I could see, real quick, I could see the goals against average going down based mm-hmm. on the defense we have. And obviously the wins and losses going up because he's going to be your starter. So. And he was with the Rangers before, right? Uh, Yes. Yes, he was. So uh, and then he's, so he he's used to the playoff environment. Yeah. Well, I think he was their second string guy. So I think he played some. Yeah, yeah, because they have Igor as their first string guy, though, who's yeah. arguably the best goalie in hockey. Uh, looks like McKinnon has some ice time tonight. New Hook, Nachushkin, Rantanen, um, Cogliano, Kaut, Lecky. I I think I saw something. If I'm correct, that Landy might not even be ready for first. I did see that too. First yeah. game. Um, and I think it's because he. Not rushed the knee surgery injury, you know, to get ready to for get the playoffs. The cup, yeah. But I think he he rushed it in a sense that <clears throat> now, he's, like if we were a a, doubt, a bottom tier team and weren't even in the playoffs, he'd be ready for preseason. He just he he rushed it in a good way, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, Bo's getting some playing time. Gerard's getting some playing time. EJ McCarr, Manson Tay. So all of our God, you fucking hear that defensive lineup, and it's like whoa. <laughs> like Bo Byram, Sammy Gerard, Eric Johnson, 
which I really I I had like a, a feeling that EJ might have gone out on a high note. I thought he done, was, but he obviously he's not. Kale McCarr, Josh Manson, and Devontae's. <laughs> and I mean, obviously you have McCarr and, and Taze as your as your mm-hmm. first line, and the other four guys, or five guys, you can literally put together any combo yeah. on second, third. You fourth. could do that with all of them, though. All of them. You could. You could yes. play all even Kale and Taze. You could, yeah, you could mix and match that whole. I w- I really want to see more of Kale and EJ. I do. Kale and EJ. I love Eric Johnson. I want to see more Kale and Bo. Yeah. Because Bo, out of all the defensemen, is like the closest player all around to Kale, I think. Uh, Scoring, defensive, speed, stick handle, all of it. Yeah. Yeah, he's the most similar to Kale. I think that would be a scary pairing right there. Oh, for sure. Um, Let's see. Mac has one shot. Lecky has two. Cogs has two. Uh, Nui has three. Um, that center that we just signed from Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know if it's Evan or Yvonne. I think it's Evan Rodriguez. He Yvonne. He can be your your uh, your your third is center. He, is he pretty good? He's he's okay. Yeah. Um. He can be your third center, but it could be a scenario where, like, if he just is just having a year like Kadri last year, that's when he slips into year two. Perfect. So, so there's a lot of upside there. I really, really like that signing, and not a lot of people talked about it, and I forgot to bring that up. Um, Makara's two shots, fucking shocker. Uh, Taze has two shots, shocker, <laughs> and that's that's pretty much it. Bo has a couple hits. Mac has three hits. Whoa. Val has four. Who's this? Anton Blitch. He's from Sweden, so I couldn't tell you. He has five hits. Well, Left winger. You know what his job is. <clears throat> no shit, huh? Um, those guys start their season uh, next Wednesday. It's yep, so crazy. Next Wednesday, the 12th. The turnaround that they have it's is fucking, fucking nuts. sucks. It's nuts. If I'm them, like... I don't know. It's, I bet you they had a pretty fun summer in the short... I'm sure. I'm sure they were very drunk a lot of the summer. Kale wasn't. He did a lot of golfing, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was kind of cool to see Sidney Crosby did a... I don't know if it was an interview or a podcast. I remember Mac said, I've always been the drunkest at his cup party, so I want him to be one of the drunkest at mine. And he was. Did he say he was? Yeah, Sid was like, I was pretty tore up, and I was one of the drunkest at his party. I gave Mac his wish. So I was like, that's cool. Um, I was wondering if like other sports... Because you see that with the NFL... And like the NBA, that players are like super close. close yeah, well, like Mac and teams, Sid so like, grew up in the same like neighborhood, or like town, sure. right? Like no, like like neighbors, like suburbs. I'm pretty oh, sure. Shit. I believe. Um, obviously, Sydney's way older older than him. It's so, like an older brother, little brother. Yeah, type that's thing. kind of what it, I get yeah. the vibe of. Um, I don't know. I feel like hockey is just such a not well known sport. That people don't give a fuck what they're posting on social media and stuff, so it's not talked about a lot. I'm sure yeah. a lot of those guys are friends. I mean, and I feel like a lot of them probably don't like interact on social media quite. A yeah, bit. they exactly. seem more like low key guys. Yeah, like I bet you Kale is good friends with a lot of kids, like in other people's like scout teams and juniors teams and stuff. Yeah, and maybe potentially other, other players. And stuff that are on yeah, the, that are um, out there. Like Nate is good friends with Crosby. 
uh, Gabe takes a lot of pride in being Swedish, so I'm sure like a lot of Swedish players and then, he's you know, friends with and stuff. It's probably similar to like how the Europeans are in <coughs> the NBA with like their national league teams and stuff. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, makes sense. I guess. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this season. I'm 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 ready. You think they could do it again? I think they can do it again. Hundred percent. They're they're such a well. They have every piece that the Broncos don't, as far as coaching goes. Bednar is such a great he's, coach. He knows what his players' strong suits are. He's a he disciplines them very well. He he like Derek Wolf put it in, into perspective great today, talking about I think it was Vic how oh, you, the you have to manage able men, to connect, yeah, and you have to manage men, yeah, yeah. Because after that, he gave a story about Vic about how when his daughter was born. He went up to like it was right before training camp, or uh-huh. at, at like as training camp was getting ready to start, and Vic had him staying in the hotel uh-huh. during training camp. Who and Derek he, Wolf? All of them, all the players okay. would stay in a uh-huh. hotel. Uh-huh. Veteran, rookie, like it didn't really matter. And he went up to Vic and he was like, "Hey, like my daughter, like we just went through labor. Um, daughter was just born. Is it okay if like for the first couple of days, like I stay home with my wife and kid and my." baby that was my newborn yeah. you know my daughter um for the first couple of days to get situated and everything and Vic straight up told him like no not happening <laughs> the fuck? yeah and wolf was like what <laughs> like <laughs> what would you say <laughs> yeah uh, yeah fuck that guy uh but no bet i we like i said la- we both said it last week the fact that ben wasn't up for coach of the year is just like insane insane uh and now, yeah, that he, now that he won the cup, the fact that he has a, uh, I think it's EHL, AHL, and NHL championship, like it's and I and DU national championship, like. I wonder how many other coaches can say that. I, I let's see. <laughs> I bet you he's the only one. Yeah. I guarantee you, he's the only coach. Because he won one with DU, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he did. Um, ECHL, AHL, and NHL. Uh, DU, Hockey, Jared, Bednar, Championship. I cannot type for shit. Doesn't look like he won. One with them, but that's okay. He still has a triple crown in most all through level, in, yeah, all, all the levels of, of professional NHL, hockey. Yeah. So that's pretty insane. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm ready for this year. I'm so ready. So God, if they go back to back, I'm getting more drunk. That the celebration was crazy this time. No Fuck. shit. No shit. They might actually riot. That was loud. Sorry, forgot to mute my mic. Yeah, yeah, they for probably will for sure. And then three Pete. <sighs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's, you never know. Let's see. What we got. They're there. probably saying. And, you know, what's, you know what's really how crazy shitty of a start they got off to that year last year. Yeah. That you and I talked about. We were worried. Well, I was saying, don't be worried. I don't, I'm not a worrier, so. Yeah, whatever, bro. You always gotta be. You just gotta fucking one up me. That's why we. Well, no, that's why we work. Cause you're the worrier, and I'm the non-worrier. <laughs> like I'm the paranoid. It's okay, one? yeah. Right. I gotta like pat you in your head and say it's all right. <laughs> Rub your back. And say we'll get through this. Don't worry. 
They'll figure it out. I hope. I hope. (laughs) (laughs) You snuck that in there, you fucker. (laughs) Okay. What were you going to say, though? Sorry, I cut you off. We were talking about last year. I think what gives me more, like, confidence about them, like, repeating this year is the fact that they, like, actually beat the champion. It wasn't some fluke. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't just some a, other team that, that just got there. Yeah. But it, it like, wasn't the a other, Montreal of last year. Yeah. Or the year before. You, you actually beat Tampa Bay, who was the back-to-back champs. And now you've done it. And you did it on the road in their in their house. And you've done it. Yeah. You've got past that stupid you know what second-round block. You know block. exactly what it takes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I'm telling you, this team reminds... And even if they don't go back-to-back, let's get one or two more in the next four to five years. This yeah, just like the Blackhawks did. They have everybody under this, contract. This team reminds me of the Blackhawks. I've said this how many times? Back from the 2012 to like 16 era, maybe even like 11 to 16 era. So much. It's just it's fucking. It's like looking in a mirror. Mm-hmm. Like you you had like in that time period, the Avalanche had the Blackhawks on their schedule. You chalked it up as a loss. You know, and that's what teams are doing in the Avs now. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. They, it's crazy. So, championship windows. Let's go across the sack to your boys, the Nuggets in the sack. What do you think? I didn't watch any of their preseason game. I honestly was playing video games because the wife and kids were out of town. I got a little ahead of myself, and I was like, "Fuck." Well, I didn't I know they were playing. That game. I didn't know they were playing preseason until right before I got out of work. I didn't okay. know that game was happening. Uh, I watched. Did it. you watch it? Uh, like. Thoroughly, the first half. Okay. The starters. When did starters get pulled? Uh, they only played like 15 minutes, I think it was. Okay. They didn't play at all in the second half. That's heard, they went into the halftime with a one-point lead and then didn't I play heard, the whole second half. I heard Bones got benched in the second quarter. I heard Bones had a terrible game based on Twitter. Yeah. Malone said had something in his... Uh, one of the pressers saying like it was his effort. Defensive effort. Yeah, uh, Malone said in a presser he gave up on a few plays. Yeah. It seemed like, he said it seemed like Bones gave up on a few plays, which we have to fix or something like that. Yeah. Um, what else did you see that? that uh, uh, Our new starting five. Okay. Perimeter defense looked really good. How'd KCP look? Nice. He and didn't, he's, he's in the starting he lineup, correct? Yeah. Okay. He's, a, he's the two. Okay. He didn't shoot the ball that great, but. I don't think anybody really did. From what no. I know, you could see the like, rust. You could yeah. see the rust. Really, MPJ, uh, MPJ shot the ball good. Actually, Jamal shot the ball good. Uh, I kind of saw some highlights and stuff. It looked like Jamal really is he taking really in. He's taking in the what Jokic can do for you based on the back-to-back MVP seasons, and he, he wants to facilitate to him. No, and yeah, make the offense go around him. Well, that's a, that's always been there around Jokic. To be yeah, clear. no, yeah, that's always been their game though. They're one, two, like pick and roll. No, and I, I think know, that's what, but but it's it was more like noticeable. No, oh, yeah, he's probably going to enforce it a lot more too. Yeah, because I think before Jamal went out, it was more seen that Jokic was the two, and like if you had to put him like in a threat when you were facing the Nuggets, you were probably saying like. Biggest stretch, Jamal. Jamal. Then Jokic. Yeah. And now it's going to be flipped. Correct. This whole year. Okay. It'll be Jokic, then Jamal. And then if MPJ stays healthy, you got... Yeah. That starting five is kind of nuts. Okay. Even with KCP. Perimeter defense looked really good. Good. The bench looked good outside of Bones. 
he took a shot that really kind of upset me. One of those deep threes that he takes. Uh huh. And it's just didn't need to take it. Okay. But he's still young. That's really it. I mean, it's a preseason game, and you only have like fifteen minutes. Saw some rookies play that probably are two way players. Sounds like Christian Braun is just that dude. Like his, like he, he, some people are saying he could even like take Bones' spot for six man this year. Oh yeah, Bones better start giving some effort because that guy could play defense too. Yeah, runs the court and can play above the rim. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, Looks like those guys kicked their season off. Two weeks, I think. God damn it, advertisements. What the fuck, man? ESPN. Dude, yes. Yeah. Uh, we don't open up against the Warriors. It's the Jazz, right? Yeah, Wednesday the nineteenth. Mm-hmm. So two weeks from today, Avalanche are one week from today, and and the Jazz are in a rebuild. Yeah, and we're gonna get the ball rolling. Um, so that's perfect. And I think that Jazz game was supposed to be national, and it's not anymore. Because the Jazz, well, no, yeah. the Jazz got rid of everybody. Yeah. I don't know why either. They were like... They're there. They were there. They had like maybe one missing piece in the three or four spot. Yeah, they're there. Because it's not like they had a true one. That offense was ran through Donovan Mitchell. Who no, yeah, you just needed a you needed a one. You had Gobert. He wasn't going to score you points, but he was going to play great, great defense. fucking defense. Unless yeah. it was against Jokic. Yeah. But he was going to play great defense. You had three-point shooters. Ingles and... Was it Bo- Bogdanovich? Mm-hmm. Right? Knockdown. Who's your four? O'Neal? I thought he came off the bench. Jordan Clarkson was their sixth man. Okay. That's right. Yeah, they were there. I, I don't know. I don't know. You just blew Sounds it like up. they have a lot of ownership issues, though. That might be it. So, um... It's probably hard, too. I think if we think we're a small market team, a flyover city. Yeah, they're probably really a flyover city. What other professional sports team do they have? None. None, right? It's just the Jazz. Maybe soccer? I mean, maybe, but who gives a fuck about soccer? Truly. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be like... No, no. no, Nobody watches MLS soccer. Yeah, that's true. Everybody watches European League and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Let's... uh, I'm excited for both seasons to kick off. What about you? No, I think so. Yeah, like, and then hearing the Nuggets talk about, I don't know if you heard Jamal's presser. They asked him basically goals for the season. He said championship is the only goal that they should have. Good. So. Okay. Let's move on to Indy, the game today. Kind of make it short because I'm sure some people might not get to this episode today. Maybe Friday, tomorrow, so. Uh, Jonathan Taylor are out. And uh, what's the other guy's name? The defensive player, the linebacker, Shaq. Leonard. Sha- is it Shaq Leonard? Once Darius Leonard, yeah. Uh, he's out. You have Matt Ryan as a quarterback who has thrown the most picks and fumbled the most out of all quarterbacks this year. I think he yeah, has had the most sacks too, right? Has been sacked the most? Yeah, 15 times. Sorry, I lied. He, he doesn't have the most picks. He has the most, most fumbles, fumbles and most sacks. Given up. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if he's thrown a Nelson pick or what. Nelson out too. I think Quentin Nelson's playing, uh, but that's pretty much their offensive line. <laughs> yeah. Their offensive line does not look good, obviously, based off the 15 sacks. It really sucks you lost Grandy Gregory because this could be a breakout game opportunity for him. 
you know, rest up. He's only on IR for the short term. So hopefully yeah. it's only the four week thing and he has to get the knee scope and call it good. Um, big game for Bradley Chubb. Uh, your second round draft pick and Nick Benito has to go put his name out there because he hasn't done anything to to make the pick no, worth he's it. He's just been playing. Especially when you had other th- big names there. Yeah, I think it was just a deep room. Yeah. Um, Baron Browning's going to probably get the start. Yep. So, so big opportunity for them. Um, I, that's that's really it. I mean, you're on prime time. You're at home. Everybody is watching this new prime shit. Like, I think it's doing a lot better than what it seems like because truly the broadcast is not very good. But I think it's doing better than what people think because how else are they going to watch it? No, yeah, it's just the people's want to yeah. watch. Yeah, like so, everybody wants yeah. to watch it. Um, so you're in prime time. You're at home. It might be a little fucking chilly. Whoop de doo. It's not gonna be nothing crazy. I'm sure when you're playing, it's not gonna feel chilly. I looked. Sixties. Yeah, I Mid-60s. think I, I kick off. It's yeah, like fifty something degrees. I'll, I'll tell you right 59. now. Fifty nine. It is. What times kick off? Six ish. Mm-hmm. 66 degrees. So it's really not even going to be that chilly. No. You won't get probably the end of the game will hit when it hits a, yeah. the coldest. And by that yeah. time, you're already warm. So. Yeah. All right. So so go get it done, please. Uh, I want I really want this to be a, a complete game. It doesn't have to necessarily be a breakout game for the offense where everything fucking clicks and yada, yada, yada. But let's make this a clean game, please. Let's limit it. Let's make, let's make this the start of the snowball. For the snowball effect. So, that's what I want to see. I think clear, cut, and dry. I don't think it has to be the breakout game, like you said, but it has the potential makings of a breakout game. For and sure. it does. And, but I'm not going to be upset if, if it's, it's not if it's the breakout, not, no, yeah. as long as it's clean. Because even defensively, I think you'll have a defense that bounces back. Yeah. From He's, the performance of last week. Yeah. He's not happy. He does not feel good. So, I think he's teething. That's probably so. it. Um, with that being said... Ain't this what they've been Let's get into for? our uh, our new segment we're going to do. Our three keys to victory. We're each going to bounce uh, uh, what we think Broncos uh, need to do in order to I win this to upcoming game. Like this, and like then Tony and I kind of talk and we're going to implement it somehow into the Nuggets and Avs. Mm-hmm, so, you want me to start or do you want to go? You can go. You want to go 1-1? One, one. We can go 1-1. One, one. Okay. Um, me first, obviously. Sorry. Uh, my number one key. It was gonna be stop the run, uh, and it's it's on my list. It's just not one anymore. It was gonna be that because I expected Jonathan Taylor to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my my number one thing is um, protect your quarterback. Keep Russell. I know it sounds dumb and it it shouldn't be a number one, but keep Russell Wilson healthy. I'm a little on edge with his his shoulder injury. I know the indie defense is not very great and their pass rush is not very great either. But let's let's keep Russ healthy, please. That's gonna be my number one thing. Is I want to see this offensive te- this offensive line really really block very well. So that's my number one. Go ahead. Protect the ball. Protect the ball. Okay. That's it, yeah, because you have Melvin getting a, a majority of the carries, which I think would eighty. What did you say? Eighty percent of the carries tomorrow, today. Ooh, today. Uh, I would say 
the touches alone, he's probably going to have, like, for the running back room, he's probably going to have close to 90%. 90%? Okay. That's rushing okay. attempts and receiving. Okay. He's going to get the ball a lot. All right. Uh, my number two is your number one, protect the ball. Um, I don't want to see Russ have any turnovers, which the one interception he has this year is off a deflected pass. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want Melvin to put the to put the ball on the ground. If he and even if he recovers it, I don't want him to have any sort of fumble whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He's in a mental like almost when you get the yips in baseball, which I understand it happens to everybody. I've no, had it happen. I'm sure you've had it happen. That's exactly what um, it is. I think he's in his own head. Um, so I want him to. Yeah, protect the ball. That was my number two. What's your number two? So if my two and three could probably go either way. But I'm going to go with uh, get to the quarterback. Make him hurt himself? No, yeah, because if you put pressure on Matt Ryan, he's going to he's gonna take some shots and put the ball into places. He's like a Jimmy G. Okay. You know, he's going to put the ball in spots where... He's going to give you opportunities to make plays, especially if you get pressure on him. And okay. If you get him to the ground, it's going to speed up his you know, his timing. He's going to rush himself, rush his throws. Be out of rhythm. It, yeah, be out of rhythm. It's only going to help you out. Okay. My third, I obviously put it out there, stop the run. Uh, just because Jonathan Taylor's out doesn't mean shit because, um, you know, last year on Thursday night, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb were uh, were ruled out, and Dearness Johnson ran for like 147 right up your ass. I think it was almost two. Was it almost two? <laughs> yeah. So so don't don't count yeah. that run game out. Um, Philip Lindsay might get activated. Maybe a little revenge. I mean, yeah. Who knows could, what he no, can do? No, it could be a revenge. Um, yeah. Revenge game, whatever. He's definitely. Stop the, a, and I and I think I want us to stop the run now, especially to, now because to get back in that rhythm, especially for the Chargers game. I know Austin Eckler is more of a. a uh, receiving running back mm-hmm. than rushing, but still. But the yeah, because the league's a copycat league. Exactly. So you're gonna if you can't stop one run, the same team's gonna do it the next week, and it's just gonna pile on from there. Yep. And honestly, with these, like, it should be a must to stop the run. Like, you should make the Colts one dimensional. Yeah. It, like it for it to be a key, if you can make a team one dimensional. That makes your life that much easier. And if you can't stop these running backs, I think Neam Hines has, like, he's mainly their third down back, so their yeah. pass catching back. Yeah. And he doesn't run the ball a whole lot. And, and that's their starting runner. And then you got Philip Lindsay, who hasn't really done a whole lot in the since last he left years. Denver. So yeah. it's like, there should not, be no reason why you don't stop the And not to mention, if you, if you make them pass the ball, I'm not sure if he's playing. Uh, he was on their injury report, I know. Uh, Michael Pittman. Is most likely going to have PS2 shadowing him most of the time. Mm-hmm. We just saw what he did to Devonte. I mean, I would expect him to completely shut down Michael Pittman. So, where are they going? You know, what else? Yeah. What are their have? other options? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, stop the run was my number three. That's why. What do you got for your number three, sir? Uh, take some deep shots and then keep the crowd in like into it. You're at home on a primetime game. You want to keep the crowd in it the whole time because if it gets down to a close game and the stadium's rocking, which it always is, you know, there's never really a, a problem with the noise. Yeah. yeah. Even if we're playing bad, I mean, but if you're playing a great football game, there's no chance for them to even no come close to winning this. Okay. Uh, I kicked that one off, so let's go with score predictions. 
Uh, I I was right last week. My yeah, score wasn't it. wasn't wrong or was wasn't right. So. No, but you did call a tough one. Yeah, and it was a tough game. We need to start keeping track. I think we're one and one, both of us. No, I'm two and zero oh. on the show. Yeah. No, did you? Uh, did we do a prediction for San Fran? For San? Uh, was well, week two Houston? Houston. Did we do a show? I don't think we did. I'll have to go see. I don't think we did, though. I don't think we did. I think last week was our first. No, last week was our second week back. San Fran was our... Did we do one for San Fran? Yeah, because I said game-winning field goal. We yeah. both said we were going to win. So... No. I think I said we were going to lose. you said we were going to lose. So we're both 1-1. One one. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'll let you start this one. Ooh. What was it? Thursday night prime time. Thursday night prime time. Indianapolis. Colts are coming off of a win, right? Loss. Uh, Doesn't matter. They played Sunday. They're traveling. Yep. Traveling team typically never does well. Yeah, you're at home. Colts lost to the Titans. 24-17. At home. I'm going to take the Broncos 27-10. You fucker. With a big game from God damn it. Melvin Gordon. <laughs> I'm going to go the exact same score. 27-10? Yeah, 27-10. Melvin th- Gordon yeah. with a big day. I think the defense is really going to lock it down. I want to say 27-10, Broncos. Yep. Short week. That's crazy that we were thinking the same score. I, uh-huh. Fucker. I should have put it out on my way too early prediction. I didn't do one this week because it's a short week. So yeah, I'll do a way, I'll do a way me too. So much. Me too. I'll do. A, was, that's why I was like, because I played Sunday, played the two. And uh, I was like, oh, I'll just watch the game. I'll watch the game like I'd already like had it in my head. Like I'll watch it Tuesday night. Won't listen. Like I'll listen to my podcast Monday at work. You know, and then I'll be good. Yeah. And then I realized like, fuck, we play Thursday. <laughs> I was like, shit, so I got to, like, speed this up because I got to make sure I, like, at least watch the game before the, before you record. Before record. Yeah. yeah. It's throwing my whole week off, too. Um, at least you have a free Sunday. Yeah. So. Just stay home. Nope. You betting this weekend? I said I was last week, and then I didn't. I'm going to this week. I get paid Friday, so that's why I'm going to. I, uh. I'll throw some shit down on college football for show. What did I do? I had a busy Saturday too last week, so there you I go. didn't really like pay attention. Yeah. Did Ants um, hit on any of his? No. He had a close one for the Monday night, but no. Did he? Yeah, Sunday nothing. Uh I don't know if he bet Sunday. I ended up betting Sunday. Okay. Um But yeah, right. these these Sunday baseball games are throwing me off. I'm sure. For betting. Yeah. I should be able to get some in. We play at twelve fifteen this week, so there you go. All right. Good show, good episode. No breaks Here. again. Yeah, I'm gonna have a little more editing than usual, but I'll still get it out tonight when she goes to get a medicine. Um, all right. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD. You know the drill. Uh, Spotify, All Pro Dads. Hit that bell so you get notifications when we put new episodes out. We record every Wednesday. I try to get them out that night, if not the next night, Thursday. That way you can listen to them before Sunday games, considering it's. Bronco season, mid-season. My co-host, Tony. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TV3 underscore APD. 
Catch you on the flip. Man's got some skills, folks. Yeah, their offense, and that's what they're trying to do. They just get guys that can beat you one-on-one. 11-2, Nuggets run. Just stop there. Murray off the glass! At the buzzer. Nuggets lead at the half. 52-51.